0: Hi everyone, this is Tara Joy from Faith and Every Day. I am so excited that this is our very first podcast. I wanted to start a podcast because sometimes it's easier just to talk. Sometimes typing something up can come off a little different than what you would like. So this is the reason why I started doing podcasts and videos so that I can explain to you where I'm coming from and to answer some hard questions. The first question today I wanted to discuss with you is, why do people of other faiths have to go to hell, even if they're good people? You know, they don't steal, they don't murder, they don't do anything against the law, so why do they have to go to hell? I mean, does that make God a loving God that he's sending these good people to go to hell? Well, it's an amazing question and definitely an understandable struggle, Because it's hard to look at your friends who are believers in other faith and think, wow, they're going to have to go to hell? I love this person. Or I know that they're a good person, so why can't they go to heaven with me? I think it's important to first establish God's definition of a good person. Because a good person by God's standards is someone who never sins against him. Anyone who has just broken one of his laws... Is not a good person in God's eyes because God is pure, God is perfect, God is holy. And if you go against one of the laws, then you're going against God in His very self because He's amazing and His inexplainable holiness and purity can't be in communion with someone who is sinning because God hates sin because He is 100% truth and 100% love. And when we sin, when we steal something, if we tell a little white lie, if we do any of that, then we're rejecting God's character completely. And that makes us not a good person. So in essence, I'm not a good person. My sins condemn me to hell. The sins that I've done in my life were stacking up against me to condemn me to hell. Take Adam and Eve, for example. They had to follow just one rule. God said, Do not eat from this tree in the middle of the garden. Don't eat its fruit. It's a tree of good and evil. Do not eat it. That was their one command. We have multiple commandments in the Bible now. But Adam and Eve had one rule. And they broke it. And because of that, because they did not listen to God, they didn't follow his one rule, they were separated from God. Not one person In the whole world is without sin. And thus, we are all destined for hell. I'm destined for hell. You're destined for hell. Your friend who is of a different faith is destined for hell. Even if you believe in God or not. That is just the reality. So we need to understand that we're all sinners. And that we are all going to hell. And it's not because someone else believes something different. It's because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. But here's where the greatness of God comes in. God knew Adam and Eve were going to sin. He knew it before they even did it. But he allowed it because God is love. Because God is loving. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. So you think that a loving God is a God who banishes Adam and Eve over one thing? Flooding the world and putting a death sentence on everyone? That's loving? I mean, sometimes it's hard to understand. Like, really? That's loving? Because they broke one rule, they're destined for death, they're destined for hell? It doesn't seem loving, does it? But it is. And I will tell you why. God gave Adam and Eve the free will to choose to love him or reject him. Free will allows the person to really love God back or not. God never forces himself on us. He doesn't say we have to love him or follow his way. He gives us the right to choose and loves us enough to have a plan already created to redeem us from that choice. However, Just like our choice to sin, we also have to choose to be redeemed. God specifically states that the only way to receive that gift of redemption is by believing in Jesus Christ, his son. The only way. You can't gain it by working hard or just being a good person, according to human standards. It's a free gift. We can have it if we want it. If we are willing to seek God for it. The problem is, is that it's each individual person's choice. As believers, we can't force it on our friends of different faiths because that's not love. Taking away someone's choice is not love. And because God is love, he gives us a choice to choose to accept him as our God and accept him as the only way to get to heaven or not. And what we can do here is start the conversation with our friends of different faiths. Learn about what they believe, why they believe it, and be ready to share what you believe and why in a respectful manner. They most likely won't start the conversation about God because they believe something different. You'll have to do it yourself. You'll have to step up to the plate of that very awkward beginning conversation and just try to make it an easy discussion and show that that God's love is not just following a bunch of rules, but that you specifically love them with your actions. And the way you show them that is by actually listening to what they believe. Listen to what they believe. Don't just contradict it or make them feel terrible for believing what they do, but actually just have a conversation, a discussion. Jesus never made people believe in him by saying, You're going to hell because you don't believe in me. He never said that. He started conversations with people. Take the woman at the wall, for example. He came up to her and asked her for a drink of water. And then he told her that he could give her water that led to eternal life. He allowed people and allowed the woman the well and allows you and me to believe in Jesus Christ or to walk away. Giving your friend the choice is loving. Not talking to them about it is you making the choice for them. And it says that you don't love them enough to try. And it says that you don't love them enough to have the conversation with them about the fact that the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ. I mean, the fact of the matter is, what kind of religious house you live in or grew up in, whether Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, or the like, it doesn't matter. Jesus said, Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Your parents being Christian doesn't make you a Christian. You must decide by evidence and by faith. By actually looking at what we have as Christians via historical accounts and finding the differences in the religions, you must come to a conclusion on your own for your faith. And so do your friends. This will be the most important decision of our lives because it determines our eternity. And I believe that that's a grave enough decision to not only find out for yourself, if it's true, but to gently and lovingly help your friends find out as well. So the truth can be summed up in Romans 1.20. For since the creation of the world... God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. People are without excuse. You are without excuse. Your friends are without excuse. And sometimes... The saying, ignorance is bliss, overcomes the fact that we actually need to understand why we believe what we believe. So, why are there so many religions in the world? Because people recognize that the whole creation is much greater than themselves and need their questions answered. However, Are they basing their faith on facts or just humanly ideas? Well, this sounds good, so I'll believe it. Or are they basing it on evidence? Thus, we are without excuse because we must decide each for ourselves and our friends as well. Is this unfair of God that He gives us the choice to accept or reject Him? Is that unfair? And is it unfair that if we do reject him, that we go to hell? If a father were to discipline his child, it would seem unfair to the child. How many times have your parents punished you when you're growing up for anything that you did wrong? Like sneaking out to go to a movie with your friends. And your parents punish you and take away your phone for two weeks. Would that seem unfair to you? Most likely. But to the Father, who gave warnings of behavior of what would happen if you made the wrong choices, was just following through with consequences. God's personality never changes, His standards are set, and they're in the Bible. As to what they are. And the consequences are set for us if we don't follow his standards. He is being consistent. Our sin deserves judgment and consequences. And it's upsetting to us that this is how it is. However, because God is a loving father in heaven, he also knows that we're never going to be able to live up to that perfect standard because we are born with sin. And because of that, he sent his son to die for you and me to atone for our sins so that we can go to heaven and we can stand in front of God face to face and see him in all his glory. And that is a loving father who not only sets standards and consequences, but also gives us a way out. A way to say, yes, I want to be with you, God. I am not perfect. And I can't follow your standards to a T, but I want to be there. I want to. So he sent Jesus Christ to save us. And that is why Jesus is the only way to God. Because we can't do it by following rules. So it is upsetting to us that our friends of different faiths will ultimately go to hell. But is it upsetting enough to make sure our loved ones know and decide the truth for themselves? Is it upsetting enough to engage you to have those conversations for your friend or your family member's sake? I think it is. I think it would be so upsetting if all my family members or some of my friends didn't know about the love of God and Jesus Christ, the only way to get to heaven. And it's upsetting enough to actually engage me to start those conversations. So, I really hope that I answered your question. One, this is a topic that can be very controversial because a lot of people say, "Oh, well, if I don't believe I'm not going to heaven, well, you could just say, yeah, that's true. However, that's not the whole story. And you need to understand that God is in control of everything and he decides who's going to go to heaven and who doesn't. He gives us the choice to choose. And he also put us on earth to possibly have those conversations to save our friends. So that's why we can't step back from telling people about our faith and why we believe what we believe. But they need to be conversations. And you have to have a personal relationship with these people in order to to really have a lasting effect on their lives. So I hope this podcast challenged you and makes you want to step out there and actually have a conversation with your friends about it because who knows you may be saving their life thank you for listening to our very first podcast here on faith and every day we're doing our best to glorify god and everything that we do in every day have a great day